calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Fireteam Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Joining me is Travis McClunky and Brian Malkowitz. Brian, how are you doing today? So on today's show, bringing up the one of many documents I have on my other monitor here, we're going to be talking about (laughs) Festival of the Lost. We're going to be talking about that new weapons trailer we got to see, new new light, and uh, how mods are changing. Uh, so we actually, there's one thing not on your run of show that I'm kind of surprised right. you don't have. The final story mission took place this the week. We've all completed it, right? Yeah, I've completed it. I will say though, that I was really bad at like paying attention because I, I need to re I need to replay it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, just cause like it, it was, it was kind of cool going back to the, uh, court of Oryx and, and all that stuff. But I, I do need, I do need to replay it to like, listen better, listen in more to the dialogue and all that stuff to get a sense of what was going on. Listen more better. That is listen. Is that what I said? Is that, no, no, did no, I no. say more better? <laughs> listen could've. more better. You could have. Anyway, yeah, it was a cool um, mission. It was a nice little surprise. I wasn't expecting that this week. And, uh, it was a cool knockers fight in the court of Oryx. And I guess now we're, now we're going to Europa, right, guys? Here's the bizarre thing about the whole thing. It's just like, why did they make us wait until now and then launch it now? Did well, they want to release the trailer first before? There's, there's still supposed to be a um, like a like a season closing event, right? Like there's in the API, there's still like an emblem tied into like an event that happens at the end of the season. Um, so assuming, uh, uh, presumably, there's supposed to be something along the lines of what happened with the Almighty. Like it's just a live in-game event that's supposed to happen. That's just hmm. what's presumed um, because that emblem, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody, but if we don't have that emblem yet, that's yeah. still tied to that. So yeah, I maybe. still think there's one more thing. Maybe. Uh, it, it was just sort of weird that they waited till now because like it's what, uh, October 8th. 
There's nothing unique about that day. It's um, also just like the start of Festival of the Lost. Like, Festival of oh, the Lost start. I feel like I got they could have done it. That. Yeah, they could have done it last week. This, whatever. Anyway, we got Any the final mission, yeah. and I liked it. What do you think, Travis? Yeah, it was good. It was a little short. Uh, I didn't like that I had to do the same grindy mission before I, I got access to it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's cool that it, it, that we finally got you know an end to that, and they kind of set up the Europa thing. I do wonder if there's one more event. But yeah, as, it, as things go, um, not the worst in the world, and now we're less than a month away from... The game launching, or I you're, guess a little bit over a month away. You're absolutely right. And you heard it here first, everybody. Not the worst in the world. Now, let's talk about Festival of the Lost and what your impressions of that is, Travis. What would you, <laughs> what word would you use? To, words would you use? Not to the describe worst in the world. Festival that of the I Lost. would say is the worst in the world. That is absolutely <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the worst in the world. Yeah, man. I mean, we're back in the Infinite Forest. I think I've talked about on the show many times how I view the Infinite Forest as just like a playable loading screen. And I, don't ever want to go back there again well we're back there again we're grinding and and better yet the rewards are somehow even worse than they've ever been in my opinion i mean the the random rolls on weapons we already have and then you can get some cosmetic items but like god dude it is just so bad i really don't want to spend any more time doing this activity (laughs) all right brian what do you think of it i know you and teddy have been grinding like I, well, Teddy's been doing it much more than I have. He he was doing the uh, Teddy was doing the uh, what do you what do you the uh, Val Coerf forget his name the, the raid farm. boss from Eater of Worlds yeah. the Eater of Worlds farm and it's like I I that's so monotonous and that that to me is more monotonous than like grinding and grinding the infinite forest. But I'm gonna do it especially since they've buffed the cipher drop because you get an ascendant lens that nobody knows what it is yet and it's not. It wouldn't be the Wait, fir- if like how do you get the I, ascendant lens? The ascendant lens you get by by using forty five of the cipher decoders on the chests in the infinite forest, um, <laughs> and then you get the triumph for it. You get the forty five, forty five, um, and <laughs> and nobody knows what it does yet. So it's uh, it's seeming like it's uh, uh, time gated, but if it's tied to an exotic not hoping it is well i am uh, i'm not expecting it to be but it's also this wouldn't be the first time that the festival losses had an exotic tied to it because we had thunderlord i think was the first oh yeah festival Lost, maybe the second one um that had an exotic tied to it after that like murder mystery uh storyline so um kind of hoping that's the same thing i don't know what weapon it could be but there's nothing in the api well i think i've tag. i think i've done three or four so i'm on my way you're, you're almost there. Minutes. I mean, the, the, the drop rate has been increased. So if you just do a bunch of patrols uh, around different planets, then you'll be fine. You'll get it. Mm. Good old Paul Paul Tassi has a, a farming route all laid out, too. And I can mm-hmm. always ask Teddy and you. Uh, Travis, you already said you hate everything about it, and it's bad. Uh, <laughs> I really hope there is an exotic tied to it. It's not. There's got to be. If there is, then oh man, dude, I guess I'm gonna have to do 45. Gonna have. I don't want to. The thing yeah. is, is though, you might as well like just prepare yourself for it, like because like if you just do it over time, and like it's not gonna be as bad as if the exotic drops, everybody's getting it, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, because you didn't do it. I slapped my head really hard there. That kind of hurt. Yeah, that but, sounded painful. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but if, if it, I, I, I feel I'm I'm on the same boat as you. Like I I don't really want to grind the Infinite Forest that much, but I would rather do you know do it here and there. You know, maybe four or five a day, or you know over the over a couple of days, 
and get to it so that way when if the you know presumed exotic quest or whatever drops from this ascendant lens you're not just like just beating yourself against the wall because you didn't do it at all over yeah. the course of the time i have to say how I'm long just... do we have anyway i don't even know when the event ends it, it ends like uh, i think it's the week bef- the week before i think it's november 6th or something oh, okay. but the week before it's the week before um uh beyond light comes out yeah november 10th Mm-hmm. It looks like oh, wow. November third. Sorry, it ends. Tenth was tenth was the launch date. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I'm not a big fan. I did like one run through it. I got just total crap. Like I didn't get a single thing that was desirable from the the forest, and I was just kind of like, all right, I'm not going to run it again. Knowing now that there's something tied to 45, maybe I'll do it. I have till November third, thankfully. The thing that yeah. I I'm still chasing, I'm still chasing my Telesto Catalyst. Thank you to those who showed up. Uh, I had a really glitchy stream that night. Uh, I found out that my router broke, so there's an Ooh. issue with the upload speed. And uh, I, I was on call with tech support. But anyway, uh, I'll be still doing that every Tuesday. I managed to do two complete runs and one half run where you just prestige mode just isn't that fun so i luckily got a really really solid crew to run through it with me and thank you to those who join you know marcus chibi and uh everybody else oh god i wish dude i think dude joined i didn't write down the names you know who you are you're wonderful people thank you so much and hopefully we do it all again next week uh i'll do it with you next week yeah i couldn't who stood me up god like both of you guys. Yeah, take that. Your monitors turn off. Yeah. That's what you get. Uh, <laughs> next, time you, next time you go on a rant, I'll fix it so it doesn't, doesn't no, go to I'm sleep. No, I'm coming next week. I do need to get that Telesto Catalyst pronto. Uh, something that happened this week that was a little bit more exciting. Let's talk about this. The new weapon and armor trailer. Uh, this got everybody hyped in the community. We were all pretty, pretty excited getting to see a sneak peek at what all the new gear would be. Uh, what did you guys think of this? Anything jump out at you that really got you excited? Finally, uh, hun- going to be glad. Yeah, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say hunters being able to teleport seems like a pretty big deal. <laughs> Heck yeah. Everyone's focused on the warlock melee spreading poison. And I'm like, Hey, that's cool, man. <laughs> did you not? It, it is, is cool. cool. Did you not notice that <laughs> hunters could teleport now? And our, our pitcher and pitcher yeah. is kind of covering up the, uh, the gameplay i'll just go full screen with it boom yeah they they had a they have like a chainsaw sword that looks like it's oh, it's pretty it looks full really cool. anime is what it, i would call it uh, anime and it has it has yeah. its own really unique animation that like looks like a finisher yeah uh i mean obviously the other swords have their own unique animations with the um dark drinker uh yeah what is that new one called fallen guillotine i love the yeah. the double bounce that was pretty cool Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the knife throwing. That's going to oh, be yeah. so irritating and comp. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, all this gear looks super interesting, super compelling. Like, it's definitely going to bring back that feeling of fun sandbox things, at least based on what we're seeing here. You know, teleporting, teleporting characters, it looks like that, like empowers you if you group up together and that has me pretty stoked to try out new things that's something destiny has definitely needed for a while like a refresh of the gear set and everything that we're playing with in the big sandbox so i really really like that a lot uh what exotics were you talking about in the in the run of show there 
Travis. Oh, I was going to say, like, which, I think all of that new armor they showed were exotic. So I was going to say, like, which exotics are you guys most excited for? Are the ones they showed? I know Brian uh, said the poison uh, thing. Po- yeah, I mean, but then there's the, uh, the helmet. I, I don't, I don't have it in front of me, but the name of the new helmet for warlocks, um, which uh, it's near the end incre- of the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. One as to as to cross his video, he said it, he said it really well. It makes you look like Sid from uh, from <laughs> I. His eyes are like. <laughs> See, that's how far it goes off your camera. No, but uh, um, I'm mean, interested to see how much, because it just makes Bottom Tree Dawn Blade much more viable because it's like not only does it increase the damage of it, but it also causes enemies to burn. So it's like it's getting two pretty major buffs with that exotic. I'm curious yeah. to see how much of a buff because it shows them using it on, you know, on champions and them just kind of just like, falling apart after burning I, I love the design of this mask by the way that, the, that was probably one the, of my uh, favorite things the warlock one uh the, the hunter, hunter one that allows him okay. to teleport i just really really love the design of the it warlock one right now destin there's the warlock one no but yeah no it definitely makes you look like you're a sid from ice age as Ascross said that's hilarious yeah yeah uh, i am a fan of the titan one that replaces the shield with the overshield because specifically because yeah yes i'm excited because specifically because everybody's basically getting the wall right with the grenades creating the ice walls now so i'm like this is the perfect time for this exotic to come out and give titan something that's unique to replace their uh class ability so you mean the fact that they like get enveloped in their own shield now that one, yeah, it's yeah. As, it's as a replacement for their for the wall that they normally do. It's the wall, but instead it gives them the overshield. They can just run around with the overshield instead yep. of popping a wall in one spot. Yeah, Portable that one overshield. got that one got me excited for Titans. Uh, the Hunter one definitely got me excited to be able to teleport as a hunter. I think that's going to be really really interesting. And what exactly does the Warlock thing do again, Brian? I was I was switching, so I was a little distracted. The, one, about the, 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 one or the or the head, the, the helmet. The head. The helmet, the helmet just it, it buffs it buffs Dawn Blade's damage, and it uh, and it causes burn on hit. Oh yeah, and the melee oh, poison need, thing. That's melee, the one yeah, I'm it poisons it on melee, and if, I think if an enemy dies, it it uh it like it spreads the poison. So it's kind of it's kind of like a wither horde effect. It's so, a coronavirus yeah, mod. Just sort of talking about each each individually, it's really hard to pick which has me the most excited. Honestly, maybe the Titan Overshield thing. I want to know how powerful they're going to be because they already sort of have that with a few of their exotics. Like uh, yeah. One-Eyed Mask, that was a problem, right? Is this just like the evolution of One-Eyed Mask? I certainly hope not. Um, the well, it's tied to a class ability. So mm-hmm. I think it, uh, that's what I like about these is some of them are tied to you class take, ability. The hunter's teleport is a replacement for their dodge, so it's kind of a- attached to that. But yeah, I, I don't. I think it could be good. Yeah, the- I, I was thinking with the traveler's chosen, your ability to reset your class ability. If that becomes the meta in PvP, that'll be really interesting. Yeah. It's like it, we're, we're it's going to be the sandbox is going to be wildly different. I feel in in Beyond Light because of stasis. Like someone's overshield might not seem as broken if you can just throw a grenade at them and freeze them. Yeah, um, true. It, you know, it, it, it might be a little bit of give and take, and it might also just be like, hey, like I was just saying, it might not seem as powerful if you can just, you know, spray them, sprinkle them with some ice, and then like, nah. So I don't know. Well, I, it's definitely something I want to see before I just like, before I go, oh, nope, that's going to break everything. Nope, that's going to break all this. Oh, well. 
Yeah, cautiously optimistic, right? That's kind of kind of yeah. kind of the law yeah. of destiny. Uh, law of yeah. Cloud Cloud Strike uh, looks really really interesting. Lightning on precision hits. So as somebody that's been playing a lot of PvP lately, they use a PvP clip for that portion. I, I'm really excited to see what that does. That's definitely an exotic, like no doubt in my mind. I I would be shocked if it was not. I also just major props. To the, nice. <laughs> major props to the design team how they took the rock and made that one of the core design pillars. I really really appreciated that, and I just thought it was really neat. It's like a rock or a shard of the traveler, and they've they've chiseled it so it goes into a hook, and then they built machinery around it. And that's well, here I'll just show the clip really quick. So. If you He's look talking about at the it, design of the weapon, yeah, the design of the weapon is all designed around uh, a rock. So, anyway, it's in the press kit. If you want to take a closer look at it, I'll go back to where they sort of show it in slow mo here. And do 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 do. Let's give it a second. So this this center portion, that's all just one rock that loops around and becomes a hook, and that's the the part that hits up against your arm. And I just, right. I just thought it was a really inventive, creative way to design a weapon that I hadn't really seen in a while. So just kudos to whoever worked on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we, I'm interested. We definitely to don't go ahead. Sorry. Travis, go ahead. You know. I was going to say, yeah, we, we definitely don't praise Bungie's weapon design enough, but they're incredible at it between the feel and the sound of weapons to the, you know, the look of them. And, and it's just, it's so good. Every time I hold a new gun in, in a bungee game, I'm just so like happy and excited to see how it works. So just wanted to gush there. For sure. Well, uh, let's move on and talk about the new new light experience. Travis, why don't you tell players what they should be expecting, especially if they're new? Yeah, so instead of getting uh, woken up by your ghost and going straight to your ship to get out of the Cosmodrome, you're apparently going to team up with a new character named Shaw Han, which I believe is a Fast and Furious <laughs> reference. <laughs> uh, and uh, he's going to take you around the Cosmodrome and kind of show you the ropes, and there's going to be basically tutorial and mechanics system introduction that kind of shows you how bounties work and you know how the milestones and leveling up and all that works. So that'll be really interesting. Um, the kind of a previous new light system almost seemed like they kind of just tacked something on and there was really no path for a new player to figure out how the game works. Right. That was the major complaint is once you start, you're kind of like, all right, well, what do I do now? Like once I get to the tower. And so they're um, taking some time to sort of introduce people to the game, which I think is really cool. I'm also interested to meet a character inspired by fast and furious. Maybe. What do you think? Maybe. So you think that uh, this, this character shot yes. I believe because you know Shaw and Han are characters in Fast and Furious, and I am as I am as obsessed with Fast and Furious as one could be. So I'm going to go ahead and just uh, say that that's definitely intentional, and this is going to be some sort of Fast and Furious reference. I, I do think he looks absolutely absolutely cool. So anytime we're, we does, get to meet a new yeah. character, let's go for it. Uh, I'm just downloading here in the background some of the the new imagery that uh the press kit had so i can show you guys mm -hmm. one second of the cosmodrome which, which not of the cosmodrome just downloaded the shot we, the cosmodrome looks the same so i wanted to go back to it looks the design philosophies yeah. here here was the uh sniper you got a really good look at how they designed it all around that rock so props there here was the helmet that i believe i believe this is the helmet that gives hunters teleportation and Looks then, like a Marvel villain, right? Helmet. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Here, here was the helmet that uh, Brian was gushing all about. Very, very cool looking stuff. 
going back to I was just saying, you know, she looked like Sid. <laughs> from, from that counts as gushing. All right. So for Beyond Light players, I, th- I think using the Cosmodrome as the foundation to introduce them to the world again, I think that's really, really smart. And I think that's a good way to, you know, slowly get them into what's going on as it's brought out of the content vault and brought back. Uh, I think for players like myself who are returning, I hope that the Cosmodrome has been drastically re- revamped because otherwise it's It'll be fun for a little bit, for a little bit, but I don't know. Like I, well, I feel like I spent so much time in the Cosmodrome farming spin metal and everything in D one. The fatigue's going to set in pretty quick for that one, but maybe not. I don't know. Based on, uh, I think it was DMG who who said something, and maybe it was in a in the TWAB. But there was he was saying like for returning D one vets, it's going to look mostly familiar to you, except for maybe you know that lost sector you haven't discovered yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so my thought is, is that when we, when we get in there, it's going to be almost identical yeah. to, to what we, what we, you know, what we used to play in D1, mm-hmm. um, aside from, you know, we're not having the plague lands and we're not, we're not, and there's going to be some new lost sectors. I um, well, I welcome uh, returning to the Cosmodrome. I just, yeah. Same. It's like we're getting a refresh, but we're getting a refresh with places that we've already explored before. So I love yeah. that it's back, but we sacrificed a lot <laughs> to get that yeah, particular uh, space, yeah. you know? So, yeah. yeah. I'm not looking forward to grinding spin metal again. I can tell you that much. I, I'm happy that it's back, but I want to spend as little time there as possible. You know, that's my thought. Oh, no, you'll be spending a lot of time there. You think they're going to do spin Don't metal say. farming again? I hope not. Oh, they, oh, said, they, they said in the They 12. mentioned it specifically. Oh, f- yep. I had a very busy day, yep. so I actually didn't get to read it. I'm relying on you guys a little bit today. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they specifically called out spin metal. So, yep, absolutely, you will be grinding for spin metal again. Yep. And maybe but, maybe but you'll be doing no, it again no, no, for no. exotic it, swords. It'll be the same way helium filaments and everything are. You're going to be able to just go oh, yeah. buy it from spider or whatever. So it won't be that maybe. Big of a deal. Yeah, we don't know that. Or or Rasputin. <laughs> Can you buy helium filaments from uh, from spider? I don't think I've ever seen those in rotation. I think so. I can't remember. He usually, sure. I think he sells everything. So yeah, that that is an option. That was a moon one. I'd have to I'd have to check my notes and make sure. Uh, in addition to all of that, though, uh, mods are changing. So we talked about mm-hmm. sort of the Cosmodrome. We talked about Beyond Light. How Beyond Light's going to have a story. Travis wanted to talk about Fast and the Furious, but I don't think there's much <laughs> more to go on beyond that. Uh, the the major thing is they are changing how the mod system works. And I think this is going to be a dramatic improvement personally. Uh, Brian, well, why don't you tell us what they're changing specifically? First, let's talk about those, uh, those anti, uh, anti-faction mods like uh, hive barrier, hive armaments, fallen armaments, taken armaments, taken barrier, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They're not going away, but they're now only going to work in the raids in which you got them from. Wait, are you serious? Yes. Yep. Fallen so armaments. Well, so, fallen so, armaments is going to be uh, uh, deprecated because scorch. They said that specifically because it's going. You know, their scorch pass is going to be there. I don't know how taken or a uh, hive armaments and all that stuff is going to work because that raid's gone. Um, or so no, sorry, wait, wait, no, wait. Hive armaments. So scourge of the past mods, the ones that I haven't gotten yet, they're going to be tied to that raid, which is going away. Well, the, the, they said the, they said in the TWAB those uh, those armaments mm-hmm. are going to be deprecated because 
that raid's going away. We should and do this so, more often where one of us don't read the TWAB and the other <laughs> oh, and two react. know what's react. going Ooh, on. I like that. Amazing. I like that. And I, like like, I get to react to it in real time. So, so that continue. taken armament you have, Destin, that taken armament you have, mm-hmm. only going to work in Last Wish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. No more. No longer can you take it into Gambit, which is fine for Gambit, because obviously that breaks Gambit in a way, right? People who don't have yeah. taken armaments can't have an entire full uh you know weapon uh heavy weapon to take or i'm gonna say xenophage because that's what everybody uses xenophage to take over to the other side um but yeah yeah <laughs> I, i'm taking barrier taking iron right. Man's no longer anywhere else in the game that is very surprising travis what was your reaction when you read this uh yeah i mean i'm really glad i didn't grind for those specifically right? so because yeah it's uh it's terrible i mean I, I get what they're doing they're trying to level the sandbox a little bit going into a new campaign look, so people look, don't yeah this is this is really just because the new raid is going to be fallen based yep that's and they exactly don't it. want fallen armaments in that raid fallen armaments and fallen barrier they don't want that they don't want those in the raid brian i, I will bet you dinner a steak dinner that they introduce new fallen or mods that help you do damage to fallen that you can only get in the new raid as well well you've talked you've talked about the raid specific mods what about the other ones You're because right. i have the, i have the club open it looks like enhanced hand cannon loader doesn't matter anymore it's just going to be standard hand cannons yeah but well they, they, so but, they're, they're a yeah. little better but they're basically making the standard hand cannon loader a little bit better which Not is a little bit they're bringing it up to enhanced mode so isn't it going to be a little bit below mm-hmm. enhanced? no no, no. they said they're good. going to bring it up to enhanced and it's good but it's okay. going to cost a little bit less than enhanced does now so like enhanced hand cannon lo- or enhanced enhanced uh loader mods cost five i think right um and then so they're going to cost they're probably going to be cost like four i would imagine right um but yeah so they're so they're getting rid of enhanced mods and just making the standard mod the same value as enhanced mods um, yeah. So they're just not having the they're just not having the two tiers. So yeah, yet another thing I'm glad I did not grind for. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I got the I got those like in the background just by passively by yeah. passively, right? I've I've never went and grinded for mods except for the raid mods. Um, but yeah, so that 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 change doesn't doesn't uh, I don't know. I, I can't I can't really see a bad thing for that because like it's it's the enhanced version of the mods and they cost less to to uh, to apply them. So I, I can't yeah. really like poke a hole there. I don't know. So the one part I did read was all of the weapon oriented armor mods, I hand cannon loader, fusion rifle, ammo finder, etc., have been changed to be any energy type. Mm-hmm. That was their note about energy type requirements. When are they just going to scrap the energy type requirement? Well, I make energy requirement like null in the now because like what 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 is the point of the armor affinity the armor like element affinity if they're getting rid of mod affinities? It was a bad design decision, and I think this is their first step towards admitting that. Hey, yeah, that was kind of a bad idea. We're gonna like get rid of that for the weapon-related ones, and then I'm sure there's armor-related ones like uh, oppressive darkness. Right? You have to have yeah. uh, a void mark, right, to use that. No, no. You sure? Because oppressive dark- oppressive darkness is a is a uh, is an artifact mod, and artifact mods aren't uh, tied to elemental affinities. Don't you have to apply them to your armor though? You apply it to your armor. But it's not. It doesn't have to be a specific. 
it doesn't it can be a solar or a void or a uh, or or an arc armor piece i'll test you on that after the show because right. if so i, I have I been rolling void armor for no reason to, to apply that mod you sure about that, Brian? When did that change? I'm like, I'm like 99. Oh, yeah. Clean. Look at that. I have it on a arc set right now. All oh, right. Now I'm 100. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had put it on an arc set. All right. Well, glad we're glad we took time to prep and me especially. Look, you got me. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here to tell you. Yeah. Brian, Brian read all of these uh, mod mod notes. Uh, well, what about it, these? Right? We got through it all, right? That was what it. was the note about combat mods, Brian? I don't, man, I don't have it in front of me. I, all right, I well, I got it open. I'll just read it live. Combat Thank mods, you. all armor released in Beyond Light in Season 12, all Last Wish, and Garnet Salvation armor acquired starting in Season 12, and all, oh, okay, a bunch of armor will have combat style, will have a combat style mod socket. In Season 12, the socket will accept all Charged with Light and War Mind Cell mods. All armor 2.0. Armor acquired during season eight to eleven have had their seasonal mod sockets replaced with a single unified legacy mod. Okay, so they're just fixing all the things that they realized was a bad idea to sort of refine the process. They had a year to 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 look at it and see what we hated about it, what didn't work, and they're kind of just like you said, making steps to to right those wrongs. Good, good. I have to wonder. I do have to wonder. What does that mean for armor affinity? Like, does it just not exist anymore? Does yeah, it matter? Right. So that's what I was saying. Is like, is like, so you can get rid of like the void arc and solar affinity on armor because it effectively becomes pointless, right? If if none of the mods have affinity to them, why 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 does it matter? I Are there do no think... other effects like damage resistance. There's, yeah, there's art, solar and void resistance, but it's like, are we going to have an entire elemental affinity system just for those three mods? Seems weird. I so never it thought it was a good idea to begin with. Yeah. It'll all get sunset anyway. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, all this armor is not going to matter in a year. It'll be completely different when the Witch Queen comes out and it's gonna we're going to laugh at it and it doesn't even I, matter. I am looking forward to being able to delete a lot of stuff. Um, I've, I asked Teddy, I'm like, can you just log on and tell me what to delete? Because I, I don't want to do it wrong. Uh, no, you got to have him log in and have him delete it for you <laughs> because you won't delete it. That's true. You, you're not to, wrong, you man. To... He marks my revoker for delete. And I was like, no, are you crazy? Mountaintop staying, revoker staying. Revoker, can, you can pull it from your collections at any time. That's true. Masterworked? Yeah. You just, it, just, it just costs the masterwork materials to pull it from your inventory. Or the same thing with keep it. Mountain, Mountaintop. You can keep it, but if you need the space, there's no reason to if you're not going to be using it. But what yeah, if, Everything that doesn't have a random roll, you can delete, man. But what about you're my first and last out with Outlaw Vorpal that he said that... <laughs> This has been this has been my life with Destiny when when I'm off air. Just is this safe to delete? Why is this mark deleted? What do I do? Nothing is safe to delete because what if in a year they're like, hey, we're reversing sunsetting. True. Yeah, it could happen. Never, I'm not expecting point, it to happen, but you never know. At this point, you never know what the hell Bungie's gonna do with their systems. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the whole the whole mod system is changing. Uh, the elemental affinity chat. Let us know why you think it 
Like there has to be something we're not, we're missing. Obviously, new weapons look great. Love the design of the new weapons. Really excited about the new sandbox. New new light. Good Fast and the Furious reference. And Festival <laughs> Lost is terrible. And that is everything that we covered this week. Do your <laughs> I had to end it on a negative. <laughs> of course. No, I'm just joking around. Um, yeah, help me get Telesto again next week, Tuesday. Just join. I'll, I'll leave it as a pinned comment. Just feel free to join at 8 p.m., assuming I can get my damn computer working. Guys, anything else we should cover off on? Oh, I think that's it till next week. I think this next month is going to be pretty busy. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Brian just likes to talk when everybody else is talking, so we can never hear him. We didn't talk about any of the other weapons in the trailer, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. What did we miss? Like, uh, no time to explain and stuff? or Yeah, no time to explain. Uh, the, the chainsaw uh, sword. Chainsaw. We, talked we about kind of talked about it. And there's the, uh, that grenade launcher that shoots stasis crystals. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That did look cool. Yeah. They look but, cool. That is called Salvation's Grip, by the way. Launches stasis projectiles. Um, I want to see use cases for these weapons, though, and how usable are they actually going to be. I, th I, think, I think they were all incredibly compelling, and I'm really, really excited to try them out in the sandbox, for sure. So, yeah, that grenade launcher is going to be absolutely toxic. Like, yeah, especially, especially if you're going to pair with a stasis subclass. Like, like they haven't even revealed like exotics that work with the stasis club subclass, assuming that they're coming this season. Um, but like exotic armor. Um, but yeah. man, just like imagine pairing that grenade launcher with with things you can already build walls with. Like, it's just going to be PvP is going to be a very different place with this subclass. These subclasses. I just imagine it's going to be like that gun making walls and then they're throwing down walls. I think it's just going to be crystals everywhere in PVP for a while. Oh, imagine that first week. That first week is going to be wild. Like <laughs> maybe the first day too. I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to take to get that subclass. Um, but man, it's going to be a wild week. Like everybody's going to be a little bit cold. Brian, are you going to do the raid? Not if it, not if it is that first week. Like I just, that grind man like that's too much like if if they push it to the following week like the following friday sure mm -hmm. but like if they're launching on a tuesday and they're like hey friday saturday we're doing the raid no thank you this this might be the only one i think there's just too many other things going on at ign and like with the new consoles and everything and i'm lead on like the analysis for the new consoles so i'll be working on on that and like doing putting them through their paces which is exciting yeah. Uh, I do think that means I'm not going to have time to do a raid week. I'll probably do yeah. it the first week, but I'm not going to no life grind it. Fast nope. forward to November 10th, Destin is no life grinding. <laughs> you the know, that's strat, usually how it goes. The strat for day one raiding starts with you going immediately into the strike playlist. And like this time around, like my, my, my whole thought is like, I don't want, I want to, I want to like be able to breathe and take time and absorb the new content. And, and but and, and not have to worry about what the most effective way is uh, to to get your power level up because that involves right. just grinding and grinding a bunch of content that we've been playing for the last three years and I'm like at the start of Beyond Light I just want to enjoy the new stuff first and th that's why my hope is that uh, that the raid is like the day one raid is the following week um, because that makes the grind for power level a lot better and you know you don't have to just grind for 13 hours a day 
you know, doing strikes and comp and gambit and all these things we've been doing all the time and not, not playing the new campaign and going to the new yeah. destination and stuff. So like if it's the first Friday or Saturday of the of launch, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing the grind. What about you, Travis? I will be doing it, man. I think I'm reviewing this game for IGN, so I'm going to be no life grinding it. I'm going to be doing it that first week, trying to get through it, because you, you basically have to finish the raid before you do the review, right? So that'll be probably the last thing I do. I also, like Brian, hope that it is a week after launch, because that would give me way more time, and it would make it less like me having to just like suffer. But uh, what I'm day, doing what it. Time? I'm life in this one. What day, what time after launch? I want it to be the Friday after launch. So November, November, something. even if it was yeah. Saturday, after, Saturday. Oh, dude, if it was Saturday, Saturday at 10 a.m. Oh, my God. Like even more time and even more people can participate in that raid race, right? Yeah, that would be even amazing. Friday, I, Friday at 10 a.m. A lot of people can't get in on that, right? Because of work. Including me. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. So comes out Tuesday yeah. at ten, uh, November 10th. 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. usually. So you are saying you want it to come out Friday the 20th mm-hmm. or right. Saturday that the would be 21st. Ideal. S- Saturday yeah. the 21st would be even better like at 10 a.m. Amazing. Yeah. I bet they're going to do Sunday the 15th. They're absolutely going no, to do it. They won't do Sunday. The they do Saturday. They'll do the 14th. They would do Saturday, Saturday the 14th. What the Undying Mind was, right? Or sorry. What's, what's the name of the raid? The last one, Which Garden, one? was on a weekend. Garden Salvation. It was on Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was on Saturday morning. Yeah, I say the so same thing, but man, if they could give us more time, I guess they'll do the 14th or the 21st. But realistically, for it to still be a race, I think they have to do that first weekend of the 14th, right? Yeah. Well, they also have unveiled new stuff that they didn't have in the past, which like uh, power caps. Like they've done that for the uh, Master Nightfall or Grandmaster Nightfall, where they've like limited the amount of power you can bring with you. If they want to keep out the people that are going to like game the system and get super, you know, sweaty power, they can just implement something like that on the raid the first week, just for the for the race, you know. So I, I hope they do that and let it take a little bit longer, give people more time to grind, rather than uh, artificially gating it by releasing it way way too early for like average people to actually experience it. That's what I'm hoping. And- Bungie knows how their their audience like consumes content, right? It's like you can you can kind of process control if you if you space out the raid release um, because like you know you can just give your players time. I know to to absorb the con- the content and like yes, it's up to the players to absorb it how they want to, but we know how the community plays this game, right? Something new comes out, they're just gonna just they're gonna mow over it like it never even came out. Um, so, I don't know. I, I really hope that they push the, rela- the raid release back by at least a week. I bet it's the 14th. You guys think the following you're week. You're probably 21st. right. No, well, no, I'm, ho- I'm hoping. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I think you are right, Dustin. But my hope is that just push it. I don't have a crew or anything, so we'll see what happens. Anyway, that's it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for joining me yet again. A lot to look forward to in the world of Destiny, especially around November 10th. It's like hype cycle time right now. There's some weird thing going on in the forest that Brian's doing. Hopefully I don't have to do that and it's dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's it for this episode, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on this show. And until next time, Guardians Guardians out. out.
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.